welcome to another episode of Satisfying Static. Yes, I was saying it's the final countdown as we counted in because I'm hilarious. So funny. Okay. I was like, is Maggie going to talk and say anything? Well, who knows? We'll pause here for her. Uh, so Wait, You don't like when I talk over you, so. <laughs> I don't mind when you talk over me. I, I edit myself out a lot when you talk so that people know that you're still here and you still do talk. <laughs> so Good. <laughs> sorry about last week. Or this week, I get... Well, we're... Okay, this is confusing. We missed an episode because we were on vacation. <laughs> yes, we missed an episode because of the federal holiday. In the future, you can probably expect us to miss <laughs> holiday weeks. Probably. I'm still gunning for a summer break, which we never got. <laughs> Scheduling is just difficult. And we've only really gotten to have one session where we got to do a bunch in a row. And we need yeah. to do another one of those. Yeah. I think is on it's on the books well we're gonna put it on the books it's definitely out today apparently <laughs> it's not today because christine has jujitsu of which she earned her yellow belt <gasps> yay, yay! jujitsu update that's exciting yeah i earned my yellow belt did an okay job and then immediately after i choked on a very large piece of pizza oh good and mm-hmm. as the piece covered my airway i really <laughs> felt <laughs> That moment of like, oh, I can't breathe. Like, this is a true, my entire, it's closed off. I can't breathe. That's scary. Well, but it wasn't at first. So I got this weird, like, calm reaction of like, oh, so this is what it feels like to choke. Um, okay. I'm immediately, I'm immediately less scared of this. Like, that was nice. That was maybe in the first five seconds, right? (laughs) (laughs) I'm tracking. I'll let you finish. What? (laughs) The next five seconds, I'm like, there are worst ways to go. Do I want to fight this? I could go is, this way. Is this really how slow the thought process went while you were choking? It was like, yes. Like, literally, <laughs> it was like, like first thought, second thought. And no more than, like, maybe 15 seconds has gone by at this point. And now it's it, but it's enough time that Olivia is like, oh, you're, are you okay? Like, you don't look <laughs> like you're breathing. And I went to talk, and it was really, it was gone. My voice is gone. I was like, oh, yeah, no. Like, uh, reconfirmed, I'm choking. <laughs> And then I took a couple more seconds and then I was like, oh, okay, I guess I should like cough this thing out or like do something. So I turned around <laughs> and started like working on that. Oh my God. What was this story? So you like very calmly started choking and we're like, oh, hold on. Let me just take care of this real quick. <coughs> Done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was very much like a, oh, I'm choking. And I immediately threw my hands down and then I just kind of sat there for, I don't know, maybe less than 30 seconds. And I had those first two thoughts of, Oh, this isn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Oh there are worse. There are worse ways to go. I could go this way. And then the realization set in of, you should fix this. So then I turned around and started coughing and like choking. And Olivia was like smacking my back. And then it went down whatever hole it went down. It might be in my lung right now. I don't know. But it went down finally. You'll find out one day. Yeah. And my throat was like all fucking cut up and raw and miserable. But I didn't die and I got my yellow belt. So there's that. That's, that's the memory you're choosing to share with our audience about you getting your yellow belt. <laughs> Uh, well, congrats on still being alive and getting your yellow belt. Ah, yay. yay. We're so proud of you. This was a weird one. <laughs> I'm now working on chops. That's the, that's part of the next set of advanced strikes and, oh. and it's chops. Oh, do you get to like chop a block of wood with your hand or something? Do you get to do That's that? not until the black belt test. And I just got to see one of those a few weeks ago. And it was super impressive. You actually use like the blade of your forearm here. It's like, ah, Whatever you use, it sounds painful. So I will always be impressed. It looks very impressive. Yeah. <laughs> Any other housekeeping things? Oh, I um 
puzzle updates? Uh, I posted one a video today. It's got 500 views in two hours because the clock app has decided that my puzzle content is unworthy. I even took artsy shots. I did a voiceover. I really <laughs> tried to make this thing just, and it just didn't. It fell flat. You just have to hit puzzle talk. You're just not hitting puzzle talk, obviously. I know. I'm hashtagging it to high hell, and it's just not, not working out <laughs> for me. More things on the clock app front. I'm helping um, the American Heart Association launch their new brand in the upcoming weeks. So I'll be doing a live stream Ooh. fundraiser for them. They have a new brand. The heart, hearts need to be rebranded? They rebranded, yeah. They're, they're, their logo's a bit dated. They needed a facelift. True, true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the new one's cool, which would be cool. And then uh, there's a, another company that I'm starting to work with that I'm not going to name yet because I haven't officially signed a contract. But the individual that I was working with just last week over the weekend was fired. Oh, yeah, it's been tough out there. And so I have a new person of contact. But the way that this woman worded the email, I got, hang on, I'm going to, this is a real life fact check really quick. I'm going to read it to you because I've never okay. had someone be so honest with me. Oh, okay. Like a total stranger. Curious. There was like some backhanded shade at the company. Well, Obviously, there was probably some sort of mass layoff, and so she's probably like, honestly, fuck this job. <laughs> that's exactly, I think that's exactly what happened. So okay, I'm it's, hi, Christine, I'm blank, partnerships manager here at blank, previous manager to blank. So who the person I initially worked with. Unfortunately, blank had a reduction in the workforce last week, which impacted blank immediately. Because of this, there are logistics to be sorted out, etc. But I'll be your person of contact going forward. As you can imagine, it's been a tough pill to swallow. And I was like, oh, this has so much backhanded commentary in it. I'm like, uh, this is not a good time for you oh, guys. You don't read it? corporate communications ever, do you? Like not very often. I'm like, this is like, this has per my last email written all over it to me. <laughs> like, yeah, because it's a it's a corporate communication. But like, yeah, so far it's not, it's not super shocking. Let's keep going. That's pretty much the end of it. And then it's just like a thank you for your oh. patience and I'll be in touch or whatever. But like, I've never had anybody from a company reach out and be like, yeah, bitch got fired. So <laughs> I'm cleaning up this mess. Sorry. Well, I mean, at least they were honest with you. And they obviously yeah, no, absolutely. value their relationships with their partners, influencers, whatever. So that's a very good sign. Appreciative of that. But yeah, hard pill to swallow. I'm so bad at that, like corporate co code speak. Like, yeah, nothing. <laughs> that email just sounded like an email that would be in one of my inboxes. But like, I I have to regularly ask my coworkers and like my managers to so be like, okay, how do I say this in like corporate? <laughs> yeah, no, I I I very much had to be like, uh, so yeah, it's fine, everything's fine. I and I emailed back. I was like, no, thank you for your transparency. I do appreciate that. I was like, and for your quickness. Because, like, I had just reached out to follow up again, like, a day ago. So the fact yeah. that you responded immediately, I'm like, oh, great. Um, and then I was like, I got, you know how this goes. And then I fell really deep into it. And I was like, do they forward the other person's emails to this person? Is that how that works? Probably. Especially if that's their manager, then, yeah, sh she's probably getting all of their emails or whoever whoever they've decided gets but nobody will look nobody will ever look unless they really desperately need to because everyone's overworked anyway and all of us are doing multiple people's jobs so at least from my experience in the companies that I've been at where people have been fired or quit or whatever their email gets forwarded to their previous manager and that manager will never look at that inbox ever <laughs> So yeah, all my previous jobs didn't though. It was just like a dead box. Like it would just reroute back to you if they lost access or like whatever. It wouldn't it wouldn't send. Yeah, you can't really do that with jobs like in marketing or or brand or PR or whatever because there's like important deals coming to you and stuff all the time. So somebody needs to pick it up. Yeah. 
Do you have student loans? Sorry, we might have already talked about this. I do not, thankfully. I am mm, one of the right. lucky ones that paid all my shit off a while ago. And I had a right, lot right. of scholarships and crap. Uh, sorry, just thinking of uh, managers and, and that makes me think of work, which makes me think of debt, which makes me think of student debt. <laughs> For all of you listeners out there, please, 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 please go to the first link in my bio, uh, linktree.com slash Christine Kapow. It's a huge fact sheet and information sheet regarding the student debt forgiveness. They announced some seriously huge changes in the last couple of days, including the inclusion of Perkins and FFEL loans if you consolidate them to a consolidation loan. That's important. They didn't straight up tell us to do that before. So if you have those loans, do that. Save you some money. Woo. <laughs> I was waiting for Maggie to do anything and she just stared at me like, do you want me to say something? I, like, okay, great. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if you were done talking yet or not. Cause I don't know all the details on the student loan forgiveness stuff, but, but yes, go to the link in Christine's bio, check out all the info and get your freaking student loans forgiven as much of them as you can. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's an absolute, it's an absolute monster. Yeah. I figured. Yeah. It, there's a lot of ins and outs. There's a lot of questions we don't have answered yet. There's a lot of questions that they're still working on answering which is why I created the fact sheet. I've been sharing it with everybody. Everybody. Literally Good. the pharmacist I was working with at work yesterday, I was like, hey, do you still have debt? And they're like, yeah, but I make too much. And I was like, you sure? And we sat down and I was like, 2020? 2021? And they're like, oh shit, I was still in school in 2020. I said, you definitely didn't make over 125K while you're still in school. You qualify. Yeah, I, I'm glad. I Yeah, everybody should go take a look at the info, read up, like whatever you think, you should definitely fact check for yourself because that's how I got through all of college by paying almost nothing. And studying abroad and paying almost nothing is I got free government money. Why? Because most people don't apply for FAFSA, but I did. And so yeah. uh, the government paid for all four years of my school and my study abroad. I did too. Unfortunately, qualified for no grant help that way. I had some scholarships through my school, but I applied for like thousands of outside scholarships and didn't get any of them, which is kind of how that route rolls. Yeah. I'm trying to think of any other updates to give. Updates to give. Updates um, to give. I feel like there was something we talked about last week, but maybe it was the student loan stuff, honestly. It might have been the student loan stuff. Anyway, do we have a word for today? Did you fire up the random word generator? Boop, 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 <laughs> boop. I feel like this is Doctor Who. <laughs> oh, yeah. The word of the day. Ooh, I'm going to have you guess the word of the day. How about that? No, it could be literally any word. <laughs> no, no, no. You're going to get this very, you're going to get this very quickly. Are you, do I get a hint? Yes. Yes. <laughs> no. Yes. Pick any word. <laughs> Come on. Elephant. Um, that's it. <laughs> I love that you think I was going to like New York Times this thing. <laughs> it is the opposite of wide narrow yep that's it that's the word narrow that's the word narrow that's the word one clue and you got it i don't know if i have thoughts about narrow <laughs> you've never thought that it's the opposite of wide no i mean obviously but i don't know if i have like a, a discussion points on narrow all it makes me think of is like narrow narrow roads or like walkways and i'm not claustrophobic but i don't like being touched by people so <laughs> i always forget you have a thing with touching yeah. And I think I always forget that you have a thing with touching because you've never had a thing with touching with me. And so I think I'm... Yeah, that would be hard. You know, that would be like, hard to like remember. Well, with my friends, it's different. Like my friends, obviously, they forget all the time, especially now that like I'm more comfortable with people out here. In the beginning, they would be very careful about like even like playful, like putting their hands on my arm or like on my back or something like, but now nobody gives a shit. But then like if there's a new person around and they like try to hug me or something, my friends will be like, no, she doesn't like to be touched as they have like their arm around me. Yeah, I was gonna say we literally hugged at the door. So like I you having a problem with touching is just like not 
<laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But yeah, I don't typically like to be touched by strangers. That's fair. In general, but like, especially like narrow walkways and stuff, bars and concerts and stuff like are tough because like trying to weave through all the people is, is annoying. But I'll do it if I have to. It's not like I don't go out. I just have to mentally prepare for the fact that I'm going to be like covered in other people's sweat. You know what I mean? Yeah. In the era, in the era of monkeypox, I 10 out of 10 do not recommend that. Right. And right now it's absolutely something that I'm holding on to. Like this is the hill I will die on where I'm 100% being like, be, fine being like, I don't like being touched. It's okay. I, we can, I, I can wave at you. I don't like being touched. Sorry, I don't like being touched. I will say that all the time with people with monkeypox. Literally, somebody this weekend was like, I don't know, I've been scratching. Like, I have these weird bumps on my arm. And I was like, cool. Um, <laughs> you need to step 14 feet away from me. Uh, no, I don't want to touch them. What are you talking about? For our lovely listeners, Maggie threw her chair all the way in reverse. She threw it in reverse, Terry. She really did. She really did. I backed up as fast as I could. She yeah. did. She did. It was quite the act. But yeah, so that's all that narrow really makes me think of. Is like it kind of just made me uncomfortable. <laughs> you know what narrow makes me think of? Galley kitchens. Ooh, yeah, I have one of those. Yeah, I hate them. <laughs> yeah, I typically do too. I hate. I hate a narrow kitchen with like a fiery passion. Yeah, I was the same. I feel like alone, living alone, I can handle it a lot better. But if I had a roommate or a partner in this apartment, I would lose my shit. I'd be like, only one of us can be in the kitchen at the same time. You either need to wait or tell me to get out. (laughs) Yeah, because otherwise, no matter where you are, right, you'd feel boxed in. So it's like the person's behind me. I can't turn around. The person's right. next to me. I can't go further into the kitchen and I can't leave the kitchen because there might be on that side or the other side. Like I don't know. I hate galley kitchens. That's fair. One time back when I was in the Midwest, they had like an old battleship that um, came on the river and you got to go into this old World War II ship. And I waited in line outside for like three and a half hours to take a tour of the ship. And it was really cool. But the the most striking thing or I was like yeah this is kind of cramped like quarters whatever like I would I don't think I'd do well on this ship in general because because a real crew lives on it while they travel it across the country and so I'm like I don't think I could because it was like oh apply here and I was like oh this would be fun and then I start getting further and further in and I'm like ah, oh, I wouldn't be super comfy and then we get to the kitchen and I'm like absolutely not absolutely not it is like smaller than my dining room and it's narrow and I was like 100% no hard stop like this is what loses me not that I get violently seasick not that I get violently motion sick (laughs) (laughs) all of those things are true but who cares (laughs) right not that I don't have the slightest a bit of experience in sailing or boatsmanship or anything just the kitchen the kitchen's what got me yeah that's fair and like, I don't think I'm claustrophobic, but I don't, I wouldn't want to live on a boat for like extended periods of time, not only for the kitchen, but I'm sure the rest of that bitch is pretty narrow too. Yeah. The hallways are very narrow. The deck, obviously not. Right. You know, you're not going to be on the Inside. deck all the time. Right. Yeah. All I can think of now is that Step Brothers, uh, I'm on a boat song. Step Brothers? The terrible mean... movie with Will Ferrell. Yes. They take the rich dad's, they take Will Ferrell's character's dad's boat. No, it's the other guy. What's his name? Dewey. He plays Dewey Cox in another movie, but I don't know his real name. Yeah, I don't know his real name either, but I know both of the actors and I know the movie, but it's been a while since I've seen it, so I don't remember They take that guy's 
dad's boat and it's like his prized possession and they trash it and they make a rap video on it talking about going to the Catalina wine mixer and the song is titled I'm on a boat. The only I'm on a boat song I can think of is by what's his face. Fuck. Okay now we have to google it. Hold on. Yeah, there might be a real I'm on a boat song. He's in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. What the fuck is that actor? Oh, by The Lonely Island. That's the only song that's coming to my head. Oh. Is that what you're thinking of? Because that's that that's where my head went immediately. But I then you said Step Brothers, and I was like, now nah, I'm confused. Oh, no. So you're right. Okay. Step Brothers was Boats and Hoes. Boats and ho- Okay, yeah. Okay, we're now... We're, okay, everything's clicking. Got it. Yep. My bad. <laughs> my But in my defense... All three of those actors could be brothers. <laughs> I, re- realistically, fair. I, I won't argue with you there. But yeah, you just kept saying, like, I'm on a boat. And I was like, yeah, that was like a cultural moment. But I'm pretty sure it wasn't from Step Brothers. No, it was it was Andy Sandberg. But I'm pretty sure there it was the go. same time. Like, it was... I think so. Like, Step Brothers and then, yeah, so Boats and Hose. Boats, well, Boats and Hose. Boats and hoes i mean we can we can only dream right there's this like little group of boats that always hangs out by one of the like pumping stations in the ocean over here and every year i'm like it's my goal to make friends with a boat just so i can hang out in their little like boat circle what's a pumping station it's an oil pumping station there's like three of them out in the ocean just outside outside of Long Beach and they apparently when they were put in the residents threw a fit and so they look like these sort of like cute resort resorts from the 80s like resorty islands so they have like palm trees on them and like these light up towers and like at dusk they like spit water anyway all of that's to hide an oil pumping station out in the middle of the ocean so occasionally there's a bunch of boats that hang out in a circle and party there because it's actually pretty i i do like going at sunset and watching the waterfall that shoots out of it but yeah the one of the first friends i made here ruined them for me and if you live here everybody knows they're just oil pumping stations they're supposed to be decommissioned though so hopefully they turn them into something cool there's a whole article here it says long beaches deceptive mm-hmm. islands and then it gives a yep. breakdown of of those <laughs> islands it's hilarious yep. yeah there's i think three of them but yeah mm-hmm I know I had to I had to Google and fact check it as well because I was like shut up but yeah and one of my friends um, brothers works at them so that's how how I know they're supposed to be getting rid of them but I don't we'll see oh boy fun facts I forget about uh, boats needing fuel <laughs> or cars or the plastics that we make I mean we use we use oil crude oil for a lot of things well no I know but I meant like having fueling stations in the ocean makes sense oh no it's not it's not a boat it's not a boat fueling station it's an oil pumping station <laughs> oh I thought you were just calling it that no we pump oil from the bottom of the ocean in a lot of oh. places but there happened to be three of them outside of my my beach so oh that's gross i i definitely just thought you meant as like a like a service station no we pump oil there's a, actually the city just north of me signal hill like that's one of the, their claims to fame is that like they got oil rich back in the day and so like there's like a bronze fucking pumping station and there's all this like oil pumping history it's a little upsetting but it is what it is i knew about the bigger rigs that were further into the the ocean oh there's so many there's so much oil being pumped out here like i you're literally driving through neighborhoods it's like next to a school there's pumping rigs everywhere all over signal hill there's the three stations outside of long beach and then in huntington beach there's that refinery that's literally right across the street from the beach i don't think i realized california had that much rigging out there it's 
everywhere. I knew Oklahoma and Texas were bad. I did not know. I think it's like easier to ignore here because a lot of it is literally in neighborhoods. So it's behind a school or behind a hospital or behind someone's house. Like you're not just like driving past like endless amounts of pumps. And then, like I said, the pumping stations that are out in the ocean here are decorated to look like resorty islands. And they're on the way to Catalina. So it really just looks like this like resorty escape that you're kind of going through. But realistically, the black shit on the sand is the oil runoff from the pumping station that's a few oh, gross. yards away. So yay. So fun. I think what bothers me more about that is that I, I know, I think it's like some 80% of crude oil that we pump here gets shipped elsewhere in its crude state. We don't even use most of the oil that we get from our own land yeah oil's a whole whole whatever like do we need it we don't anymore let's stop really let's stop i think plastic manufacturing is a big part of it too for sure definitely like have we have we figured out a way to make plastics without it we're working on it we haven't found a way to make plastics cheap without it right like that's the tricky part right like okay but it it, cheaply for companies not cheaply for us cheaply for no i yes i understand (laughs) have we found plastic replacements could we be a plastic free society yeah if the companies putting out plastic stopped doing that sure easy no problem same thing with cars do we need gasoline powered cars no we do not but companies keep producing them So we keep buying them because currently they're cheaper. But California will be, uh, will not be selling any more gas powered cars after 2026, I think. Uh, Us us too. 2035 though is us. Maybe it was 20. I feel like it was sooner. But anyway, yeah, no more new gas cars. I think ours is 2030. Yeah, I think it's 2035. Because I, I was thinking that and I was like, okay, so do you just buy a 2034 if you don't like any of the, or like some people were joking that they're like, oh, so it's like fireworks. We'll just drive to New Hampshire because New Hampshire doesn't ever put those laws in place because New Hampshire's like, fuck everybody. Right. But like the point is the precedent, right? No. Yeah, I agree. Like if companies aren't going to go ahead and take that step themselves because it's going to cost them money and time and resources, then governments have to force their hand because we're killing ourselves. Like, same thing with cannabis, right? Same thing with weed. Like, yeah, yeah, okay. It doesn't matter that it's illegal in Wisconsin because people are driving to the Illinois border and spending $35,000 in a year on weed. But other states have followed, right? That's the point, is that, like, other states saw that they were getting... other states were getting benefits that they weren't getting and so now they're all following suit so it's more about that and less about the fact that like yes you can you'll still be able to buy a gas-powered car somewhere if you really want to but let's stop you know what i mean like let's move away from that let's force companies to put out electric cars that are affordable for every fucking buddy else right and you don't have a car out there right i don't right now no are you gonna buy one yeah that is the plan um so when i got here it was still like pandemic and car prices have been like absolutely freaking lately insane it's been just like the housing market right so i've kind of just been waiting for that all to crash too and they've gotten better so like i started sort of looking but um i've just been waiting for prices to come down but also parking in my neighborhood is a bitch and a half and I do not have parking with my apartment so I'm not in that big of a rush and I might be getting a roommate and she has a car and she said I use her car whenever I want so you're getting a roommate I think so yeah 
housekeeping. I'm getting a roommate. She's going to be living probably in this closet. So I'm going to have to figure out a different way to record for a few months until we find a new apartment. Okay. Hold up. Who is this person that you have recruited to be your roommate? <laughs> what do they do? What is their orientation? Could this be a fiasco? Um, Could it be a fiasco? Potentially. <laughs> But my logic about this is whether or not we know each other very well, because we don't, or I find a stranger to move in with, either way, I'm going to end up living with someone I don't know very well. At least this way, we have some time to get to know each other before she gets here. But anyway, uh, she's a friend, for, she's a mutual off of TikTok, go figure. And she came to visit a while ago and like fell in love with Long Beach or whatever and like wants to move here. And I was like, well, I could use help with rent. I mean, we all could use help with rent. And built-in accountability. My reservations are high. Yeah. They are high. I know. And like, I understand that. However, I met you on TikTok. You did. But here's, here's the get, friend. We never lived together. Right. But we had enough interactions and knew each other well enough that like after four months or so, I could have told you that without having to live with you. Yes, 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 yes. But I, here's what makes me feel better about it. Okay. One, you're smart. And two, I know you can afford it alone. I would be really worried if you needed to bring this person in. Yeah. Because like you really couldn't afford things. Yeah. So then I'd be like, oh man, I don't want you to give up right. your independence. To make things easier, sure. That's my only piece of advice for you, friend, is that whatever place you move into next, you can afford it on your own. That's fair. Yeah, that honestly is like probably my biggest concern about the whole situation is the fact that like she doesn't have a guaranteed job out here and the job market is currently tough as shit. And it is expensive as hell to live in California. So these are all things I've discussed with her. And I'm going to sit down with her and have another like, all right, listen, this is the reality of living out here. What's her general career field? She works in like a factory or something. <laughs> so like general manufacturing? I think so. Yeah. Yes. Okay. She was looking, she was trying. Not, there's not a ton of blue collar stuff like that in California. There are some. And she said there are, there were a lot of jobs listed for what she does and what she wanted to do when she was looking four or five months ago now. So I'm just hoping that by the time she's actually like thinking about moving out here that there are still openings available. And she was also like considering union stuff and union work and looking into getting union into unions. So like she it sounds like she's been looking and has a plan. What's the timetable? Um like end of February, early March. Oh okay so some time out. Yeah. Cause like my apartment is big but like it's not a two-bedroom having her live in the closet is not going to be ideal um and my lease is up in may so that gives us like enough time to kind of feel things out see how it's going and if it's going well we can she'll be here so she can we can both look for a new apartment together so yeah in three months after the move-in you guys can look at a new place or you can be like you know i'm actually gonna look for my own place right. again this was fun and everything but i want to go somewhere else Thanks. right or like you can just move out <laughs> just get out of the closet that one makes it harder for me because then people get shitty with like squatter rights and like your name's what's on the lease so like yeah. that gets messy that would be my only concern with that we'll figure all the details out but that's the current plan so great maggie's gonna responsibly get a roommate and that's awesome hopefully yeah and circling I, back i hope so to narrow her room is going to be very narrow for a while. It's going to be very narrow. Very, yeah. I don't know how. Very narrow. Well, I guess nobody watches the, the recording. This closet is a big one. 
but it's still a closet. <laughs> it's yeah, it's still a closet. It's still a closet. So. I, though I have heard that retrofitting closets into office is like a, a very California thing, especially in the Bay Area. It, you know, I've been into a lot of apartments because I dog say it. <laughs> so I've seen a lot of apartments in Long Beach and I that makes sense to me because there are, are like endless built-ins storage like weird yeah. like cubby holes that aren't ever advertised so it's like oh yeah here's a one bedroom whatever that and it's like 700 square feet or something you're like that's a really big one bedroom it's like yeah well one of the closets is a fucking bedroom yeah you know like oh that's why i wonder if a lot of the um manufacturing years are like early 60s to the early 70s because i feel like that was like the time where they did all those cool built-in like shelving units and stuff like that yeah into into storage probably it makes sense i think my building was actually built in the 20s but it's definitely been renovated since then and I think a lot of the historic buildings in Long Beach are of that era, but yeah, literally everywhere, which was such a nice thing to find though, because like moving, downsizing, moving into a smaller space, I was concerned about storage. Yeah. For what? Like I could have gotten rid of two dressers. I have like empty drawers all over this place. So I do love that, which will work out really well with my roommate because I have plenty of space for her to like get settled or whatever, but am I excited about it? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's a big change, right? Like, living alone to living with someone is a big change. Mm -hmm. I still struggle with that sometimes. Yeah, it's, like, I think it'll be beneficial for me overall, but I've never really had a roommate. I've only ever really lived with partners, so this is definitely going to be interesting. Arguably, the last partner that you lived with, this will be very similar. Okay, that's that's fair. (laughs) Okay, that's actually very fair. I was thinking about that the other day, and I was like, why you know what it would have worked so much better for us if he and i just had separate fucking bedrooms like why didn't we think of doing that like i kept seeing on tiktok all these couples that like have their own spaces and i used to judge that for whatever reason and then i was like you know what like he and i literally never slept in the same bed we never spent time in the same room together really like he slept on the couch most nights because that was his preference I could have very easily put my office in the dining room. We could have had our own separate spaces, like never, never talks. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Like I know a lot of couples, especially I think in their forties that have separate bedrooms altogether. Me and Olivia really wanted a two bedroom place initially because we had concerns that we would really want our own divided space mm-hmm. because we were two. But Olivia was a little better than that than I was because she was living with a roommate up until we moved in together. Whereas I was living alone for an right. entire year. Yeah. It's a, it's a interesting adjustment. I haven't lived with someone now in over two years. I was just going to say going on three years. Yeah. I moved out in July of 2020. So yeah. So yeah. You're over, you're over two mm-hmm. by a couple of months. So that's been, that's going to be really interesting. Cause like, yeah, I haven't had to like live with anyone or deal with anyone else in my space in a really long time. Just don't, don't keep your expectations too narrow. <laughs> there you go. You're welcome. Circling it back around as always. <laughs> Every time we say that, I think of SpongeBob going and bring it around town. <laughs> bring it around town. Okay. Interesting. Good to know. Okay. All right. We can wrap it up there. We can cool. we can we can bring it around town. We can finish it there. Amazing. This was lovely. Thank you so much for that journey. Thank you so much for educating me on oil fields <laughs> and the ocean off of Long Beach. I'm sure a lot <laughs> of people with, like fake islands. A lot of people will have learned something new in this episode. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> 
All right, guys. Until next until time. Until next time. No, we're just gonna end the episode saying the same thing every time. That we, we, I don't, we couldn't have timed it better. I don't know how we're gonna do that <laughs> again. We're the best. <laughs>